Take it away, Derek. What's your question? Why do you guys talk about comics so much? Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? 18 years. <laughs> Toothbrush is still fresh. Did they have sex? Because, I mean, she Hulk, you know. Damn it, Tony. We went an entire episode without mentioning Maggot, and then you ruined it. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Batman's got his little fishbowl on his head, but Superman doesn't. Cyclops was right. Except when he was wrong. Master Bruce, you are calm. I'm going to silently judge all of you. Shut up, beast. Shut up. <laughs> like I've read it so many times, you know, it pretty much just crumbled in my hands. Come on, old chum. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? See, I didn't hate Hellcat until you made me read this miniseries. It was just a joke, but you made it real, Justin. No. You made it real. I, I prefer my Dazzler singing, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival songs at Australian bars. Titty discs in it. That's what to be known as from now on. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> into the Marvel Wikipedia and whatever it is. The <laughs> 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 get better than that. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Hey, guys. Welcome back to another Al Ghoulatastic Man Batterific episode of Fan Holes Comics. Motherfucker, do you read them? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight. And I am not alone. I am joined by my compatriot in arms in my year of atonement. Why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Fools! It's me, Mike. Nice. So we are here. We're doing kind of an impromptu podcasting session. We're going to be talking about the 13-issue comic book, Robin, Son of Batman, this was, I guess for some context, this was a series that was released in 2015 and, you know, 13 issues, so it ran for about a year. I think the the basic premise is that when, I guess before Damien was introduced to Batman by Talia in the Grant Morrison arc, he underwent, you know, a, a series of training in the, the Al Ghul household, right? Like, he, he he had to kind of become the person that he was in the introductory of that, that story in the Grant Morrison arc. And so he actually undertook kind of like a, a Herculean, like, trials and labors and stuff like that. But it's kind of like the evil version of that, I guess. So, like, he, he basically underwent a bunch of trials, which they refer to as the Year of Blood, right? Like, so he went and did all this, you know, nefarious shit to, you know, fulfill, you know, his grandfather's will and means and stuff like that. And the the issue basically opens and the, the, the arc opens with... Damien now kind of, he's fully embraced his role as, you know, a member of the Bat family. And he's he's taking a trek now, the, the reverse of the Year of Blood. He's going to go on a Year of Atonement, and he's going to go around and essentially reverse all the things he did in his, his pre-Batman training days. Like, that's, that's kind of the basic, you know you know, high level premise of it. I don't think we're going to, you know, synopsize stuff issue by issue. I think we just decided we were going to talk about it. Uh, the main reason, I guess, is because, uh, you know, I'm always trying to get Mike to read DC stuff, but conveniently for me, I, I think we were in a jam and we had to come up with something quick. And conveniently for me, I was like, oh, I remembered you had read this. 
And I realized, like, I haven't read this. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll read it, and then it'll be easy on you, because it's, it's a DC book, but yet you've you've kind of already <laughs> read it and had been introduced to it and everything. And then, j- just for myself, and this is this is my own feeble old man brain, but, you know, I, I would sometimes get this confused with, because, you know, I, I read a lot of the, you know, New 52 books, and even some of these, I, I guess I'm going to call this a, a DCU book, because that... It, this kind of came out in that era of the mid-season replacements for the new 52 like this is kind of in the era of the whole you know Batgirl from burnside and you know superman losing his his powers and and gordon being batman and all that kind you know what i mean like it's kind of in in right in that that nest of things but this was one of those series i, I don't want to say it escaped me i knew of its existence but there, there were a lot of books, and I just, you know, I just had never read this. But I, I will say, just as a cosign or co-endorsement, the first six issues of this, I, I really, really liked a lot. So I, I would almost, I mean, I, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I would almost say it's kind of like the missing link between, like, solo Damian Wayne Robin stories and the Super Sons. Because I I feel like a lot of the tropes and elements that found their way into the Super Sons are kind of established with the the daughter of Ducard, you know, the 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 I guess the girl version of nobody or nobody junior or whatever the hell we're calling her. But, you know, like that, that that kind of animosity, but then, you know. I guess in this case, you'd say sisterly, brotherly love versus, you know, brotherly love of the Super Sons type thing. But, you know, that's that's kind of how I saw it. I, I do think this title does suffer from, you know, getting bombarded with crossover events and, and somehow being forced to acknowledge the stupid fucking shenanigans of the Snyder Batman run, you know, and then and then dealing with like the new Tom <laughs> King run and all that kind of bullshit. So it's like it does kind of have to touch on elements of that just so because of of the the time frame in which it was being told i i think maybe if it had just been you know a 12 issue miniseries that was you know set somewhat apart from some of that shit it might have been better at least the conclusion would have been better for me but i i I did really enjoy like i think the first six issues are are great so i i had a lot of fun reading those and i thought it was cool i also kind of think it's surprising because this comes from patrick gleason and normally i'm the first to poo poo on like writer artists like like i i don't think there's too many that are successful shall we say you know i i think usually there's you know there's that notion where you know to me it's rare that you know somebody that starts out as an artist becomes a fantastic writer or somebody that you know mainly was established with with writing ends up becoming you know a terrific artist or vice versa and so i i was kind of impressed that this to me you know at the outset i would be weary of oh you know gleason normally worked with folks you know they like the 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 stuff i remember his name from is you know and and maybe you know maybe working with patrick tomasi maybe a bunch of that stuff 
you know, uh, or Peter Tomasi, a bunch of that stuff rubbed off on Gleason too, because, you know, they, they worked on the, the Green Lantern core together. And then, and then there was that, the Batman and Robin, you know, new 52 book where it was, you know, Bruce and Damien, you know, and then that all kind of leads into this. So it's like that, that, that kind of stuff, I think, you know, I, I found to be, you know, fairly impressive as far as, you know, I, I I don't know how often he was doing the writer artist thing, but this to me seemed to be pretty pretty rock solid. Like I enjoyed it. I think there's a lot of humor. I think there's a lot of fun stuff. It's not so grim and gritty and grounded. There's there's a lot of fantastical elements with you know Lazarus pits and you know Goliath and you know all all that kind of stuff. So I, I think that kind of stuff is also fun, and I could see how that found its way into the super sons you know it's it's not it's not quite so hard a bridge to cross into you know damien you know hanging out with you know a robot jonah hex or you know doing a bunch of kryptonian super sun stuff or fighting you know kid versions of super villains on another planet when you you have this as yeah i mean if the most grounded damien's gonna get is a bunch of crazy james bond lazarus pit you know kind of extravaganzas that are you know tantamount to you know i don't know like to to me it's it's like there's there's kind of a lot of fantastical you know mummy ghostbusters type action in this you know what i mean so it's like it's like if that's your base like it, it's not quite as outlandish if they're running around in space and doing a bunch of other stuff too yeah like i, I think i agree with you like i think once patrick Gleason isn't writing and drawing it anymore. The series kind of dips off. Yeah. And like, I think, you know, that one issue of Robin War tie-in is probably, like, the cutoff point. But That really just put, like, that screeched the series to, to the brakes, right? Like, because it was just... It, it, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we're still trying to tell this story, but we have to, we have to you know, play ball with the current event thing at the time. Like, you could almost... That seventh issue, like, you could almost skip that, and, and it wouldn't even, you know, or either that or you, you should, I don't know. I, I, I didn't read the Robin War thing, and I've never read the Robin War thing. I just kind of skimmed through the seventh issue, because I was like, okay, Robin War stuff, a bunch of Robins. And I was like, is that Scott McDaniel? And I'm like, that is Scott McDaniel, you know? I just kind of I just kind of kept going or whatever, but it, it doesn't have a lot to do with, you know, like, in this, you know, Damien has his own supporting cast. It, it, you know, it, it does have that kind of, shall we say, DBZ, you know, Wonder Woman reform island kind of notion, you know, because it, you know, in the Batman and Robin series that we talked about, you know, Damien kills nobody who is Ducard, right? Like, and, and that becomes like a big emotional crux and conflict of, you know, it's like, uh, you know, if, if you're a member of the Batman family, you don't kill, but Damien was raised by the Al Ghouls and... They, they don't have the same views on, you know, killing that, that the Bat family does, and it turns into this whole thing. And, it, you know, when this opens, you know, it's it's the daughter of Ducard named Maya, and, and she starts out, you know, basically wanting the head of Damian Wayne. You know, like, she, she, she's out to kill him, but pretty quickly in, I mean, like, you know, th this is why I think it's kind of like that missing link, like... Like she, she becomes uh, uh, almost a sisterly figure, and they they have this fun bantering and camaraderie. And I I think I think that's the thing that that's interesting is you know you 
sometimes you wonder how certain characters work in a solo book. And I think, I, I think the case is with certain characters, I, I think this is true of like Wolverine and Constantine and everything. Like their characters are defined by the interactions of the other characters they deal with. And, you know, I, I, the thing about that Batman and Robin series with, with Bruce Wayne and Damien, it, it felt like a very different series than the one with Dick Grayson and Damien Wayne. Do you know what I mean? Because of the way they played off against one another. And I, you know, you know, cards on the table, I prefer the interactions between, you know, Grayson, you know, it's like Grayson, you know, like that, that whole thing between Dick Grayson and, and, and Damien, as opposed to Damien and Bruce. Cause, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's so concerned with his father's approval. They, they don't have that same, you know, animosity and banter and kind of, you know, uh, back and forth. And, and I think Maya, you know, the, the new nobody, you know, like that, that establishes that kind of relationship with someone who's closer to Damien's age. And I, I think there are examples of it where they, they hit on it a couple times, like some of my favorite stories. You know, I, I love it when, you know, he was guest starring in Supergirl or when he guest starred in the, the Batgirl book with Stephanie Brown, you know, or he was in the Titans and him and Ravager got along. Like, like all that kind of stuff, like, is pretty, to me, is pretty damn genius. And they took those kind of genius moments and they created a supporting character that was none of those female characters, that was their own character that they could have a lot of fun with but still have that dynamic of the, the back and forth and the kind of, you know, I don't know, the prickly brother-sister love type, you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of, that, that kind of fun, you know, oh, you know, kind of like a little kid moonlighting thing, you know, they, they could have the banter and the, 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 the conflicts and the interesting stuff. And, and I could see how that can, can evolved into, what became Super Sons, which I'm very passionate about and, and love very much. So to me, this is like, oh, this is kind of like a little lost arc that that is part of that that series history. So like like what you're saying, those those first six issues are pretty cool. I don't I don't know the the Ray Fox stuff like that follows it. Like I mean, it tries to wrap things up. I'm not as fond of of that latter half. Like I, I, I guess that's the nicest way I can put it. You know what I mean? It, it has its moments, but yeah, it's not like it's it's like something you know trying to carry on. Like I feel like you know if you're a writer artist, like you know combination, like like Patrick Gleason is like it's like you have a singular vision, like for you know this character yeah, and this yeah. book and like. The vision is kind of lost at the at that after that like Patrick Gleason leaves and like it's still like I think it's still okay but it's not like it's kind of a cookie cutter imitation of mm. like the first arc yeah, almost. Yeah. Like, well, because it's interesting because they you know you know what it kind of reminds me of too and and this is probably not praise this is a little more damning so you know apologies but you know, it, it kind of reminds me of 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 how a lot of the the twelve issue Marvel maxi crossover events feel like where the first six issues go in a certain direction and then all of a sudden they pull the the rug out from you know it's like the avengers versus x-men thing it's like oh it's the avengers fighting the x-men but then by the time you cross the bridge of the sixth issue then it turns into the whole phoenix five bullshit for the rest you know and and somehow that avengers versus x-men concept is like 
lost amongst that curveball that that the second half of the series throws at you and and i think it's like the the the, the premise was you know damien's gonna atone for all these things but the curveball they throw into it is they they bring talia back a, a, in the the gleason issues but but the the curveball i think is that they introduce the concept of the I guess what the original, I don't know if progenitor is the right word, but the, like the original keepers of the Lazarus pits, you know? And so, so they, they have this, I, I forget who they're called because they had this weird name or whatever. It was like the, the Dugon, Bugon or, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm making shit up now, but I'm like, who are these guys? Oh, the, the Lewin Darga, the rival family to the Al Ghouls. So it's like it, they introduced this concept, right, where they they were a family that, like Ra's al Ghul, you know, had access to all the Lazarus pits. And, and in the Year of Blood, one of the tasks that Damien had was to essentially lock up their, you know, their their racial ghoul right and he did this but when he undoes everything that he did you know all the quote-unquote bad things he undid the one of the results of that is they 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 release the the luan darga and then you have his son which is you know fighting damien and all this other stuff and then you know some of that led to some interesting stuff like i like that moment you know it, it's funny like he, you know spoilers he, he defeats the son at some point but he also kind of instead of you know snapping his neck or killing him or whatever you know he he does have that moment where he he sort of reasons with him on a it's what i like to commonly call you know the man thing the bro thing it's like i i i cannot you don't necessarily empathize with the person but you you share a similar story you know and that's what damien's doing he's like look bro i get it you, you you're looking for approval of your father figure like i get it because i i do that myself but open your eyes because like why did he wait until now to to send you on this mission and resurrect you like he's just using you like once you die he's not going to resurrect you like this is not you know basically this is not going to work out the way you think it is like just stop and and you know stop being emotional and look at this logically and all that stuff and and the kid realizes that and everything like that but the the best part of that is at the end you know he basically is just like fool and he punches him in the face. Right. And, 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 you know, Maya, you know, the, the nobody junior girl, the sister to, you know, you know, figurative sister to, to Damien. Right. Like it is like, you know, wait, like I thought you were relating to him, you know, and empathizing with him and all this stuff. And, and there's this great line and this is from the, the Fox thing, which I, I'm not that fond of, but I think this is a good line where he's like, just because I empathize with you doesn't mean it's something to the effect of doesn't mean I'm not going to like basically destroy you. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, yeah, he says that you can empathize with someone and still have to crush them. Right. Or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like there, there, there's, there's something, you know, to me, like that's that, that, that's very Damien, you know? And it's like, it's like that, that works within the context of it. So, you know, they, they, like you said, there are, there are definite moments, you know, where that happens, but I mean, I, I don't know. Some of my favorite stuff in this was, you know, I, I, I love the encounter with Deathstroke. I think especially because, I feel like that's like I, I don't know the context like if this came out the same time or if the the bad blood movies or the son you know Batman son of 
what was that one movie son of batman that came out yeah, like yeah, the like, first one where yeah, yeah. it's like deathstroke is part of the al ghul you know i, I always thought that was weird anyway right like that deathstroke yeah. somehow trained him and whatever so i, I like that fourth issue with deathstroke a lot because it was like oh look this is i mean as much as it can be in this era of comics i'm like look this is a normal deathstroke who wasn't involved in raising damien it's just damien like and him you know and Destro going at it and then the way they ultimately resolve the matter you know seems pretty sound too because it's like okay look what is it going to take you to get the fuck away from here it's like what what does what does maya owe you you know and he's like five million he's like okay done and they're like all right see you later kids you know like and i was just like okay this is yeah you know this that that worked for me too but you still got to have that kind of fun fight where you're like oh cool like him and damien are not holding back with one another they're both like viciously going at one another and everything like that that was a fun fight and i enjoyed the hell out of that i i love the whole like origin thing with goliath like where they they show like one of his you know in the year of blood when he's a kid he goes and basically like kills like you know the entire you know monster bat family or whatever but then the the one that's left is goliath and he's just like a cute little you know, he's like, he's like yelling at it. It's like, you know, avenge your family, you know, fight me or whatever. And then he licks his face and he can't, I mean, it's like, fuck, what the fuck is he going to do? He's like, mother, I am keeping this, you know, it's like, all right. You know, so it's like that, that kind of stuff is, uh, you know, that is, is, is the kind of stuff where you, you get the feels yeah. as the kids say, but it's, it's a good, good moment, you know? Well, you, you know me, like if you give a character I like, like a pet, or something then i'm i'm like i'm all in basically like that's a trope i love yeah like i love that shit where he introduces goliath to all he's like dude it's like oh yeah titus titus and, and pennyworth and, and bat cow yeah. it's like meet goliath <laughs> and i love how he's like I, I hope he doesn't eat bat cow you know like like all that stuff i thought was pretty cool you're listening to prairie justice a greg sanders vigilante podcast is an exploration of the DC Comics character, the first superhero to use the name of the Vigilante. First published in Action Comics 42 in September 1941, amid comics' golden age and carried as a continuous feature, during those years the Vigilante was also a member of the Seven Soldiers of Victory, and was one of the first DC heroes to appear on the cinema screen in his own serial. Reappearing in the Bronze Age, the Vigilante had a 1970s renaissance throughout the DC Universe. Greg Saunders, the Prairie Troubadour, leads a double life as a modern country and western musician while also delivering justice throughout North America as a masked crime fighter, using the tactics and weapons of his rural Wyoming upbringing with his friends Billy Gunn and Stuff Leong. Many a nefarious scheme was foiled with six guns, ingenuity, a motorcycle and a twirling lariat. Howdy, I'm Ranger Gord. Help me follow the trail of the Vigilante on Podbean, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. So how'd you come to, to I mean, because obviously you read this before me. Was this just something where, you know, you, you liked following the character? Is that mainly why, what attracted you to this series? Yeah, like, like you said, I'm not a, you know, you know me, I'm not a big DC fan, but I do read it, like, you know, occasionally. Like, you know, I loved Grant Morrison's run on Batman. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least, like, you know, the Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne, like, team up. So, yeah, like, and, well, see, here's the thing about, like, Damian Wayne. Like, he is a very delicate character to handle like uh, as a writer and th when you're first introducing him like 
you know, when he was first introduced in the comics, even like he's like insufferable, like you, he's an, an annoying little brat. And like the, the key is to make him like, you know, likable. And like, it, it was, a it was kind of a long time before Damien was like, you know, likable. And I think, like you said, like partnering him with Dick Grayson really like, you know, yeah. like started him on that path. And like, you know, when that son of Batman movie came out, like I was all kind of like, like I, I, I bought it and like me and my friends were going to watch it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like, like this is going to like, and they hadn't read comics or anything in a while. So I'm like, Oh, this is like going to introduce Damian Wayne. Like he's awesome. Like he's like Batman's son. Like he's like, he's like, he's totally cool. Like, but that movie, he's like, he's not really mm. like he's he's still in that annoying brat stage. And they were kind of like, I don't know what you see in this kid. Like, he's stupid. Like, he's annoying. Like, and I'm like, yeah, well, I, that wasn't the best showing of him. And, you know, as the movies go on, it's like they, they s- slowly kind of develop him in the same way that like he's developed in the comics where eventually you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Damien's cool. Like, he, you know, he got, you got past that jerky, like, outer crust and you got to, like, the core of him. And, you know, he now he's cool. But this book, I feel like at least, uh, you know, especially like the first Patrick Gleason arc is like, I feel like peak Damien Wayne, mm. like sort of like perfect Damien Wayne. And, like, and it's funny because he's not even interacting with like Batman or yeah. Dick Grayson yeah. or anyone like He's in a good spot, like as in personality, like he still has the edge to him and like he's still like, you know, kind of insufferable. But he also has like, you know, he he's he's got he's been affected by like as like, you know, Talia would say, like he's been infected by like the, you know, the Bat family or whatever. And he's got a core of decency to him. And like I, I do like like those like moments of kind of vulnerability you see in him, like like with, you know, even before he was like he met his father, like with with Goliath as a little pup or whatever. He has the two, you know, ball teachers or whatever, and the one guy's an asshole and, and they, you know, Rachel Gould quickly sends his ninjas to uh, dispatch the one guy. But the other guy, you can tell, like that other guy loved him. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. he really loved him. And there's that, there's that one, you know, very uh, heartbreaking moment where you know the, the the guy walks in on you know some stupid shit Rachel Ghoul's doing, and they're like, oh, he saw the ceremony, like he he's fucked basically, like we're gonna have to blind him now. And and the only thing you know at that point in time, you know, this is all pre Batman and everything, and you know you can tell he feels bad about it later when they cut back to the present. But it's like, at the time, all he can do is it's like, well, Damien, do you want to be blinded? Or is this guy going to be blinded? And he's like, fool, you know? And it's just like, you know, it was kind of like one of those things. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do? But at the same time, it's like this kind of heartbreaking thing where this guy loved him and still kind of loves him. Do you know what I mean? Like, even despite all that stuff, you know? So it's, 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 you know, kind of speaking to what you're saying, there's, there's interactions with a great many characters that are not, not Batman, you know, and, and, and characters that the interactions work with, you know? I also like, I, I think in that son of Batman movie, like, I think Deathstroke's kind of pathetic in that movie. Like, like not only is he kind of like, you know, like sort of you know he's got his toe stubbed almost where yeah. like the all ghouls cast him out or whatever and like not only that but like physically like he can't even beat damien in a fight like he gets his ass kicked by damien in that movie like and this is a much better fight between them because like not only like it's not 
I never thought for one moment that like Damien could like beat him in a one-on-one right, fight. Right. Like Damien uses all like the Indiana Jones traps against him. And then eventually like Damien seems to realize like, okay, this isn't not going to end until I give him something yeah. he wants. Yeah. And then he uses his head and like, he, like, you know, he, he appeals to death strokes, you know, sense of greed or whatever. And he says, yo, I'll pay you like to leave us alone. And Deathstroke's like, fine, business is business. Yeah. Like, dude, like, cool. So like, yeah, I, I really did like that fight. And uh, it's a, it's a in co- sharp, contrast i think to that fight in the animated movie so then then i mean it's weird for me it's it's very retroactive but but that issue is almost kind of like an apology for that son of batman movie yeah definitely no no what's another thing i wanted to ask you and like maybe this is sort of an apology maybe too or this is like post morrison x-men like magneto like massaging like but did did you think like Gleason was doing that for like Talia, like in this yeah, like series? I mean, too? I mean they're they're yeah, they're definitely because it's it, it, it's weird because you you know that that's something that you feel conflicted about, right? Because you know blood is is usually you know you know family blood, like usually that's like stronger than a lot of other relationships, and it's weird how you know you know it's that joke we make where it's like what is it like you know uh, uh, you know batman doesn't love women but he loves justice you know like and it's just like you know it's it's a joke but there there's there's a truth to that right where you're like dude like like he you know batman can't stay with that woman and 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 i see what you're saying cuz you know by the end of that morrison arc you know, it's like Talia's pure fucking evil, and and they have to kind of walk that back to make this story arc work. Because by the end of it, it's like there's the you know, I, I dare I say, friendly bickering between mother and father. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's very different than where they left her before. And I, I see the parallel you're making where it's like, you know, the the Magneto that's just like, fuck this, I'm evil now. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, th- there's no gray, there's no middle ground, you're not going to empathize with me. I'm evil and I'm fucking killing you all and they have to stop them. Whereas then after that, then they had to do the, you know, the... um the, the Claremont, Lopristi, Excalibur, you know, they had to do the, the thing where it's like, oh, Professor X and him are being buddies and doing a thing and, and, and working his way back to redemption and all that, you know, like that kind of thing. And I think I, I would compare this to that Excalibur run if you're making the Morrison, com- you know, the, the it's like the two Morrison arcs of, of Batman yeah. and Robin and, and well, X-Men. We, at you at know. least... At least they didn't say like, "Oh, that wasn't really Talia in the Morrison right, right, run or right, something." Right, it was right, a, right. it was like Z- Zalia. It was it was Zalia. Zalia was really bad. No, no, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, you know, it, 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 that that that's one of those things that can be hard because you know, you it's like he even has some very, very nasty things to say, and I mean, part of it makes sense, right? Because because it's like okay, you know, blood's thicker than water, but if blood tries to like kill you you know then then it's like that's not an easy thing to forgive right like and 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 then they they have that weird line what's that line like forgiveness isn't forgetting or i forget what they they say but it's like i i think that's what it was like forgiveness isn't forgetting you know and i was just kind of like 
okay. Like, I mean, it, it, it's, it, and, and, and I guess he applies that to, to his mother. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget what you did in the past. And if, if you do that again, I will kind of end you, you know, like that's, that's kind of the message that comes across. And, and so that's, that, that's one of those things that's like hard because I don't know, at least for me it is. Cause, cause like that's that, you know, cause comics are cyclical and, and you have the ongoing narrative, right? You, you want to have the enjoyment of the, the rich history and the backstory. And it's like, why would you abandon a character like Talia? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's really no reason for it because it makes for such great, you know, conflict and drama and, and, and for interesting stories and everything. But if, if you were a real human being, right? Like how many times would your mother or the, the mother of your child have to try to kill you before you would fucking completely cut them out of your life? I think, you I think, I think Batman even says that in the second arc where he's like, you know, how many times do you have to endanger Damien's life before you're disqualified from having any say in like his parenting yeah, or whatever, yeah, like, you know? And it's like, it's like, that's, you know, it's like, and, and I guess, I guess it goes back to those comments that you are apt to make, you know, just because you hang a lampshade on something doesn't, doesn't fix the problem right but but it's but you know i guess i guess the problem is because comics right like you're just like dude yeah. it's it's comics like, i do like if if i have nice things to say about the second arc like i do enjoy the interactions between like batman talia and damien like where you know damien grabs both of them by the hands mm. and he's like we must work together mm. like mm. and they're like looking at each other like whoa what's our son doing like yeah. you know like and like even Damien kind of smiles when he sees like his parents like fighting side by right, side. Right, right. So. It's like it's like mother and father like together like that. That that's one of those. And then, yeah. and then like after the adventure is over, like they start arguing again, and like you know Maya's kind of like I'm sorry about your parents, and Damien's just like it's okay. Like you know they'll 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 get tired soon, yeah, or like yeah. one of them might like knock the other out, but like they'll be fine. They'll be like, fine. It'll, it'll work out. Yeah, that, that, that's the other funny part for me was I, I think I think as the story relates to Batman, it's funny. I was sitting there reading it, enjoying it, and then all of a sudden it gets to the issue where he goes and visits, um, you know, uh, bearded beardo Bruce Wayne, you know, after he forgot he was Batman in the Snyder Run, and I was like, oh yeah, this stupid shit, and it's just like I forgot about this stupid crap, and then and then it's like a couple issues later, he's wearing the stupid fucking finch tom king you know yellow outline bat costume and i was just like oh yeah that too and i was like oh okay like i don't it's funny because 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 i'm i'm reading this you know not in real time so like I, I, earlier tonight you mentioned something about you know a end credit scene that kind of went you know made you remember something that you weren't too fond of and i kind of i kind of feel like that's how I felt anytime Batman showed up in this, where I was like, oh yeah, that's what Batman was doing at the time. Man, that was fucking stupid. You know, <laughs> it's just like, that was, that was, that was kind of like my attitude when that came up. But yeah. You know what I did want to ask you, like, was this in that second arc when Batman heads like, you know, to rescue Damien, was that their reunion? Like after Batman came back to life, like, or whatever, I or, think... or not back to life or got his memory back? Like... I think so. Because 
Because like, Damien says, like, I knew you weren't really gone or whatever, yeah, because, but, like, I don't know. It, it happens so, like, offhand and in the middle of an action scene, like, so. Because, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I wasn't reading, like, every single thing, but it's like, I don't remember Damien being in that Tom King arc, like, at least the stuff I read of it, you know? Like, so it's like, it's I, I think this was the only venue they had to, to uh, deal with that at the time. You know, like, because I don't, I, I don't recall, I mean, you know, I don't know, I don't, you know, it's, it's like modern comics these days, sometimes I read them and immediately forget them, but if, if I, if I recall the sequence of events, right, like, Gordon was being, you know, bat Robocop or whatever, right, and Bruce Wayne was, was quote-unquote dead, but he actually just went off to, you know, hang out with those kids and live with, uh, what, Julie Madison or whoever the fuck it was, and... And that's, I think, in that ninth issue, you know, he, Damien goes to visit and you can see he's kind of, you know, doing surveillance and he's like, you know, hanging over his his father's bed or whatever. And kind of like, OK, I, I knew you weren't completely dead, but you're not totally back into the swing of being Batman. So I'll I'll, I'll come back later or what have you. And then when, like you're saying, when they sort of reunite in this arc, I'm kind of like, oh, well, then that's, you know, given the yellow bat outline, I'm like, okay, well, that's after all that stuff. So he's, he's returned to being Batman. He saved, you know, Gordon Bat Cop or whatever the fuck the end of that stupid arc was with the goddamn uh, fucking LC bad guy or whatever the fuck was going on with that. And, <laughs> and that's all done, right? So then, then they're in the, the Tom King thing was, um, you know, Gotham Girl and, and, and all this other bullshit. So, like, th there was no, you know, hey, Damien, good to be back. Yeah, good to have you back, Dad. Like, I, I think that, I guess, by by default, had to take place in, in this because there was no other spot to address it. It's weird because, like, the, the whole reason Batman gets involved is because he's on, like, the Justice League satellite and Flash, like, detects, like, you know, the disturbance going on at Gorilla City. And he's just like, oh, like, and then Batman sees Goliath and Damien flying. He's like, oh, it's my son. Like, I'll go handle it. Like, and I'm like, wait, so Batman, like, got in touch with the Justice League already, but he hasn't, like, seen his son yet? Mm. Like, like what's going on? Well, so. but that, that, that's the problem with those, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I could, you know, I might be talking out of my ass. You know, somebody may come in and say, oh, there was a scene where they did this and that and this. But, like, I, if there was, I don't remember it. And the other thing is, it's like, I don't think... Like, I mean, I kind of feel like some of those books, like, especially the fact that they gave Damien his own book in this, I, I, I don't know if there was either a mandate or what I think is more likely is whoever were writing the Batman books at the time just were not concerned with that. Because this is when they were trying to push, um, you know, in the, in the uh, Snyder stuff, they had the 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 girl with the purple hair i forget who that was but you know that she was going to be maybe a robin and and then they had duke thomas and his whole arc and everything so like oh uh, uh harper Row. harper Row. They, so they had all these characters like those were who i i would imagine snyder was concerned on focusing on as far as you know the the you know supporting cast or whatever like i don't remember Damien being an especially, you know, 
core focus of his arc, right? And then and then I think once Tom King took over, he wasn't as concerned because Harper Rowe and, and Duke Thomas weren't his babies, but neither was Damian Wayne. Do you know what I mean? So like I, I guess if you look at it this way, if 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 Damian Wayne is Morrison's baby and some people got into using that, like Patrick Gleason, Tomasi, like those guys, they they took the the baby ball and ran with it, so to speak, right? But I think you know, some other guys, you know, they come on and they're just like, okay, scrap everything. Batman's this, he's got a fucking yellow outline and I'm going to do a bunch of shit with him and Catwoman and Bane and, you know, Gotham girl and whatever that, you know, Gotham guy or whatever the fuck their names were, you know, and they, they do all that other shit. And, and it's like, I don't, I mean, I, you know, I could be wrong. Like I said, I, sometimes I read this shit and it goes right in one ear and out the other, but I, I don't remember there ever being anything where they, they even really wanted to deal with Damien. Do you know what I mean? Like, like to some people, like, I, I, I think there are, there are certainly, you know, friends and colleagues that never got past the Damien's an annoying little brat stage. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's all he is and all he ever will be to certain people. And who knows, maybe that's, that's applicable to, um, to some of the, the creatives too. I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's why I, I know you don't watch it, but I don't, maybe you've seen it like the, the Damien's portrayal in that Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, like, okay. Oh, I can't okay. stand that. Like, cause he's a, he's like, think of like all the negative traits of Damien and then like amplify it and make him like super annoying and stuff. Well, I mean, and like, I mean, if it's I anything, I, I did watch that one for, for research purposes. I did watch that one episode because black Adam showed up in it. And if, if they treat him, anything like they treated aquaman i i would imagine i would just kind of you know gag and be on my way yeah you know? he's it's it's like and i'm i'm kind of like damien doesn't need any bad press like really because like you know he he has enough bad press like people that i i can understand from certain portray like damien is a character you have to put in the time with to get to like basically and that like in both story and like like in 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 like in story and out of story you have to put the time in to like like him and like you know read the right stuff and stuff and like i just don't like it like even like in that injustice like game or yeah whatever, that where, that, like, that yeah. was one of those things where i just you know what's funny was i was reading that book on a regular basis and then i got to the the stupid story point that infuriated me with with him and nightwing and i was just like i'm done i quit you know because that's just you know I don't know, man. Like sometimes that kind of stuff. Like I, I didn't expect to be talking about this, but like that kind of stuff. Like just, you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that's like just because something's grim, dark, or heavy, or serious, that doesn't mean you get an automatic tune out from me. But I think there are some things like. I feel like there are some lines people just, like, forgot that it, you know, it's like, why did you cross those, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I, like, I don't know if people just don't understand that there's a line, or, like, if there's, like, you know, some, some kind of, or, or, or maybe, maybe they understand it and they think it's subversive, you know, and, it, like, I'm gonna subvert your expectations by 
crossing this line and it's going to be so cool and edgy or whatever but it's like so sometimes there's just that point where you're like you're you're writing the a uh, aliens versus predator script and you got to be like look man the pred alien sucking out pregnant women's fetuses is not fucking cool like like we're gonna have to fucking cut that out of the movie because it's fucking gross and it's like there's some stuff where every once in a while you're just reading a comic and all of a sudden you're just smack dabbed with with that yeah avp moment what would it be if damien killed dick like like, yeah and it's it's just like i read that and i'm just like all right i'm done man because you you clearly you know and and it's funny because uh, you know a lot of these guys get rocketed to uh you know, superstardom, you know, and everything. And, and, and what I found interesting was I was kind of like, you, you know, what's funny was, um, and I'll just, I'll just name drop and bring this up because it's all in good fun context, but you know, our buddy Scott Gardner, I remember at one point he, I, I think he had asked a question cause you know, he loves the justice society, but I don't, you know, I, I don't think he's read any of the new 52 stuff or whatever. And, and I think he sort of asked a question about earth too. And I sort of, I forget, I think I wrote something to him or gave him like, you know, kind of like a, a short but sweet kind of answer to it. But my, 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 you know, and, and my take on it is not necessarily super negative. You know, I like James Robinson and he wrote about like the first 15 or 16 issues. And I said there were interesting things about those. You know, they, they had story points and they were going somewhere. But since he left the book, it's like they didn't really get to explore all of those. So you may feel... You know, if, if you start reading that book, you, you may feel like it, the ideas they were trying to explore were somehow incompleted, you know? So it's like, I don't know that that's something that you'd necessarily be into. And then on top of that, the person who took over was Tom Taylor, who was writing the Injustice Gang uh, game comics. The, you know, the, 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 the key moment I was saying I felt horrified by and just totally tuned out of those books. And, and I just kind of noticed, like, I was like, oh... When he comes on the book, that's when everything gets really fucking grimdark. You know, it's like it's like there's everybody's dying, and you've got the 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 um, the Earth Two Batman that was taking drugs and all this other shit, and 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 you know the the uh, you know the they've got like the anti life and and all this you know Val Zod shows up, and then when Superman comes back, it's like. Because Superman dies in the beginning of Earth 2 along with Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Like, that's the whole premise of Earth 2. And they bring Superman back, but he's not, like, Superman. He's grim, dark, fucking anti-life fucking Superman. And him and Val Zod have to have this big fucking fight and everything. And it's just, like, it's... I mean, to me, like, that's that's very borderline. Like, it's like, I read all that stuff and wasn't completely turned off by it because probably i had in the back of my head oh this is some alternate universe and it's not like the main universe and all this other stuff right and and you could apply that to injustice too right but at some point you're just like dude like this is a line and you've crossed it and it's like this bastardization of uh you know beloved characters or whatever and you know i i guess one thing i can say with absolute certainty no matter how i feel about the first half of robin son of batman or the second half of Robin, Son of Batman, no characters were bastardized in the making of this production. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's something I can say with, like, complete authority, no matter how much I, I enjoyed or, 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 you know, kind of petered out on, on the entire run. I, I, I will go to bat and say, I, I, I think the characters that they created or, 
made their own. They did for reasons, so they didn't have to change anybody else. You know, it's like it's not like it's not like they took Cassandra Kane and teamed her up with Damien and then all of a sudden made her a smart mouth chick that's like bantering with Damien, right? Like it's like they made their own character that's that's you know, as far as I can tell, you know, it's like a rock solid, you know, developed character and it worked within the context of this series, you know? So yeah. I, I guess maybe trying to steer it back into the the, the main topic, you know? I, I was just going to say, like, from a writing standpoint, I feel like stripping Damien down to, like, how he was originally conceived as a character by, like, you know, Morrison and whatever, it's, like, it's easy to make someone hate Damien, but it's a lot harder and more rewarding, I think, to make you like him. So, like, I feel like that's the harder path that writers, like, should take is to, like, make you like this kid. And, like, I think this series does that. Like, you know, if you if if you had that perception of Damien from, like, you know, the the animated films or or that Harley Quinn cartoon, like, I'd give them, you know, I'd give someone this, like, maybe the first trade of this series and say, no, like, Damien is cool. Like, this is why like read this like or or like you said like super sons or something like you gotta you gotta pair him up against with someone who like brings out like the best in him basically uh, like make him like work properly and and i think even if even if they don't necessarily bring out the very best in him i i do think even pairing him with you know stephanie brown and supergirl and and ravager like 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 all those pairings i think are just unique and fun and that that at least toys with the preconceived notion that you're talking about where you start like that that's the whole reason why those issues are genius because it's a one shot usually or, or maybe with the Titans, it's a few issues, right? But but for those team-ups with Stephanie Brown and Supergirl, it's like you, you start out with one context, right? Like, oh boy, like this, this kid, he's going to be a real headache. And by the end of it, usually they're fucking blowing each other kisses and saying, see you later, and, you know, good job, or, you know, wh- whatever it is. By the end of it, they've reached an understanding. And, and that's, that's one of those things where... That is, as I like to say, the McDonald's light version of reading the Morrison arc. But you, you, you start at the same place and you get to the same end, only much more quickly and within, you know, a a, a less you know time consuming option. But those those still work for me. And I think what you're saying is true. Like if you if you want to get to know Damian Wayne, you know for sure the first arc of this. Uh, any, I, I highly recommend any Super Sons stories. Super Sons is fucking awesome. Um, everybody should read Super Sons. And, and I agree with you. I mean, I, I do enjoy that Morrison arc on, on Batman, especially when it's, it's him and, uh, you know, uh, Damien and Dick Grayson. I mean, there's a lot of good moments. I mean, you know, we, you, dude man we would not have fucking bat cow you know what i mean like we wouldn't have all <laughs> yeah. this shit if it wasn't for no, that no a moment i really loved and i think it's in the the seventh the, the, the issue right after the robin war tie-in like i think it's gleason's like last issue 
when uh, Goliath finds him again in Gotham and like he's like, okay, Goliath, like if you're gonna help me in Gotham, there's something we have to do first. Oh, and, and he they do makes the fucking like the oath. oath. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's sweet. That's really that's, sweet. That's great. Yeah, like on top of the bat signal or yeah. whatever. And, and then he yeah he does the you know like Titus Pennyworth like you know bat cop. Yeah, yeah. Like, me, this is Goliath. Me Goliath. Yeah. yeah, dude. You you know what I kept thinking of uh, when I was reading this whole thing, and it's never gonna fucking happen. But man, McFarlane should get off his ass and make a Goliath for that Damien figure that everybody's breaking, because because yeah. that yeah. would be sweet, dude. That everyone's breaking. And I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I pre-ordered that figure, and then you sent me that YouTube review, like, of the guy ripping Damien's arm off, and I was like, oh shit! Yeah, I felt bad, but I was just like, oh, I better warn him about this just in case. It, they're all like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll report back to you once I get it. Uh, okay. If I, if I okay. break it within the first day of having right. it. Yeah. But... But... Well, it's too bad because like I have that I got that Super Sons like two pack mm. like like from a couple years ago and like it's okay but he's like they're both floppy as hell. Yeah, like, the, I can the, barely the, the more you it. yeah the more you know you know what's funny is I I have so many Damien figures I don't think I ever took the Damien out of that two pack because I I was just like oh boy you know John and I took him out of the two pack and I've used him in a bunch of like photo shoots and 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 posed him and you know, put him with his dad and super Lex and things like that. Right. But the, the and, and I agree like the legs, especially cause I pose him quite a bit, get floppier and floppier. You know, I guess those icons figures get like that. The more you use them, I, I will say at least some of the icons I've handled, you know, I don't know, you know, DC direct DC collectible stuff, man, you know, you gotta be careful with that shit. Cause you could fucking, you know, you can sneeze and shit's going to break, you know, and you're in the other room, right? Like you're like, I sneezed yeah. in the other room. And then you're like, Oh God damn it. This hand fell over and it's broken, you know? So I don't know what to tell you. I'll say like, I'm all, I'm always on the lookout for a good figure of Damien, but like, I feel like all my options like suck. So like, I'm trying, like I pre-ordered that multiverse figure and we'll see how that goes. But I think the other one I saw was that Toys R Us exclusive, which is, I guess, based on like the Robin war Damien, because mm. he's got the owl mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, like, yeah. I, I thought that one. I thought that one looked fugly. So, well, like, like it, it's it's the same buck as the the previous multi. I don't know, signature Damien one or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, compared to like a lot of the other ones where they make him look like a little kid, he's got kind of like that muscular kid buck. So I I, I get why that is not as. <laughs> yeah, he uh, looks like a like he's just too wide. I I, I I get why that's not visually appealing. I mean, I think at the time that was the only Damien figure, not not the Court of Owls looking one, but the 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 one that the mold was taken from without the the hoodie or the hood up, I guess. Like, for a while, that was the only Damien figure I had. So, I mean, it's like I, I'm semi-sentimental about it just because it was the only one I had for a little while. The the Batman Incorporated one is not very articulated because it's a DC Direct one. And I think I got, like, a knockoff version of it because, like, I think if you look for the original in package, it's like, you know, a couple, you know, it's like a hundred bucks or, you know, some crazy price these days because it's, you know, considered sought after collectible. But I think I got some knockoff version of it. And like that one, I mean, it, you know, like most DC Direct figures, it looks really nice. Like if you wanted to actually like, you know, articulate it and pose it, it's not very good for that. But if you just want to kind of stick it next to a Batman and, and have him look kind of slim and like a little kid, like that's a pretty good one. 
and and that you know the icons one is not not too shabby you know like i mean looks wise you know yeah like i i sought this out because like damien became one of my like favorite dc characters in like a very short time like like i think after reading like morrison's run and then i was like you know and after damien died in that i was kind of like oh man like he really made me like like him right before you know he died and then when like you know it was only like what like a year before they brought him back like but because they they realized you know like oh this is like He's too good of a character to leave dead. Yeah. So like you know. Yeah, I, I know it's probably unpopular, but even as far back as the new fifty two, like my attitude was always like, Well, if you're gonna scrap everything and start it over, like personally, and even though I know this would drive everybody crazy, but I, I would have just done Damien and called it a day. Like the, you didn't need you know, I and I know that would have you know, they can't they can't possibly do it. It's like Nightwing and Red Hood and all these guys are fucking cash cows and the you know, the Tim Drake stands, they'd all lose their fucking minds. Like they, they couldn't you know, they they were trying to please everybody, right? But I, I, I think that was one of those things they, they should have made a hard call on. And if it was me, I would have just said, Look, man, the the only the only reason why a kid teaming up with Batman makes sense is if it's his fucking son and everything else can 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 just go away yeah. in the modern age and he's you know? friggin you know he he was trained by like the league of assassins yeah, yeah, so i mean yeah. it's not like you know yeah it's not like he's he's incapable right so right and, I, and it's not like you know nightwing and tim drake and red hood or were incapable but it's you know well they weren't Batman they weren't got, trying to go, they weren't got those guys off the street yeah they, they weren't trying to kill people at fucking eight years old either yeah yeah so. Uh-huh. And you know, but. and and before I get a bunch of angry tomatoes flung at me, it's like th- that doesn't mean I don't love all those other characters because I do. But uh, I'm just saying, if if I if I if if I had to make the hard and fast decision, you know, my decision would have been for the new Fifty Two. It definitely would have been stick with one Robin, and if I was going to stick with one Robin, it would have been Damien. You know, and other people might agree with me up to the point of stick with one Robin, but they may have picked like you know, Dick Grayson or somebody, but, uh, you know, I, I think I, I would have just said, okay, stick with Damien, call it a day, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said, like, I think I, you know, you get a thrill sometimes when you see, like, you know, all four of the Robins, yeah, like, yeah. working together or whatever, but, like, you know, uh, also... I, I also kind of get a groan when I read that Robin War issue and I saw, like, fucking 500 Robins and I couldn't recognize yeah, half and, of them and, either. And they, a little crazy yeah, yeah. Have, have you ever read that um issue of uh the brave and the bold adaptation oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, all the Rob yeah, robins yeah, like that, team up that's like, pretty that, cool that's a great issue because that that's and, that's like carrie kelly and and uh stephanie brown and all that right yeah yeah, yeah. tim drake jason todd dick grayson and damien like that's a great issue yeah. it's like like <laughs> the, the like the funniest bits of that issue is like you know carrie kelly has her like frank miller like like speech pattern yeah, yeah, and no yeah. one can tell what the hell she's saying like, what the fuck like, billy what the hell are you talking about dude like, so billy and then like like they they come up against like the i think they go to the past or something and they come up against the league of assassins and damien's all like you know oh, like stand back oh, i've got this you know and he's like you know i am you know son of al ghoul like you know you will you will listen to me and like then the assassins all attack and he's like oh right i haven't been born yet like and then like then they have to fight him and stuff so yeah no that's a fun issue too 
Thank, thanks for uh, suggesting this, because, like, I, you know, this is obviously, you know, like I said, I don't read a whole lot of DC stuff, but this is something I do have a lot of fondness for, so. Yeah, yeah it's funny, because because uh, I, I guess I don't think I actually mentioned this, but I was alluding to this at the beginning of the podcast, but, you know, sometimes I tend to get this book confused with, there, there's a Damien Son of Batman miniseries, it's like a four-issue thing, I think the Kubert one of the Cooper brothers did it or whatever. And it's actually like the adult, you, you know, you know how they flash forward in the, the Morrison arc where oh, it's yeah, like, old, yeah. you know, uh-huh. whatever it is, Batman six, six, six or whatever. And it's Damien. Like, so th- there's a Damien son of Batman four issue arc like that, which is absolutely nothing like this. So I guess the only reason why I bring it up is d- don't get them confused. Like one's four issues and is like an adult version. And this is the kid version and it's 13 issues because sometimes i'm like robin damien you know like what you know what's the difference but like there's a difference between damien son of batman and robin son of batman which is what we were talking about she's not like that anymore damien look i understand this never-ending mission of ours is a lonely endeavor if this trollop provides some carnal release so be it trollop your slang skills need work but I needn't bring up your past poor choices in women, including but not limited to my mother. Damien, I'm not... Not that I'm on here, mind you. However, I must insist that you use protection. All right, I guess that's... I guess that kind of wraps things up. If you guys have any comments, questions, and or concerns, if you guys are like a bunch of, uh, you know, fools and you need to get blinded by, you know... Uh, acid because you, you've seen too much. You've seen Fanhol's bathing in blood or whatever the hell Rachel Ghoul was doing. Uh, you can send us emails at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes for comics, motherfucker, do you read them? You can check them out over at fanholspodcast.blogspot.com or on all kinds of social media. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And we can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music. We're on Apple Podcasts. So until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. It's Mike, and all I have to say is... I think that's how he makes that noise. Take it, wrap it up to go, Pennyworth. (sighs) Wrap it up to go. The wise are loud, the big black crow, clap for their wings, sing and go, girl, go rock and robin, sweet, sweet, rock and robin, Alfred left that Sunday for him, oh, and, and he like he gave it, it to the Titus. dog. I was like, "Don't give it to the dog." Like, oh, that's probably not good for him. Like, Do you like Sundays, Titus? Titus is like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> Sundays, fuck yeah, fuck yeah." Uh. <laughs> uh.